Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. we got a lot of news to get into here today. I was gone on Friday, so i got a lot of catching up to do. One of the main topics today is a show I'll be watching in about two hours now, the Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory show. Dave Meltzer and I are going to be talking about this show later on tonight at Wrestling Observer Radio, as well as all of the other news from the weekend, which we can talk about here as well. That includes the SmackDown ratings from this past Friday night. Overnight ratings in for the third week of SmackDown on Fox. The show saw a drop for the second straight week. I know Jim Valley talked about this a lot yesterday. Decline was down 16% in overall viewers, falling to an average of 2.441 million on Friday night. Keep in mind, the idea behind the show on Fridays was to average, to average a 1.0 in the 18 to 49 demo. They're already down to a 0.75. It seems exceedingly unlikely this show is going to do a 1.0 in the 18 to 49 demo on average. Not to mention 2.441 million viewers. It is barely above Raw. The show has lost 1.5 million viewers in just three weeks. And I'll be happy to tell you why. We could talk about that here today. Plus, we got a bunch of lineups. We got a Hell in a Cell lineup. Or not the Hell in a Cell, the Crown Jewel lineup coming off Hell in a Cell. We've got the lineup for the Raw show tomorrow, lineup for the AEW show. we got new matches announced for both of those and so much more. We'll take your text messages for sure today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. And maybe calls in the final segment. We'll see how much news we can get through. So we'll kick it off here after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. 
These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. As usual, nothing's working. Mike, are you there? I'm here. All right, what did you think of SmackDown this week? Start with that while I figure this out. <laughs> Uh, no problem. I, I didn't think much of it. I didn't have a chance to hear uh, what, what Jim thought of the show, but I thought it was rather pedestrian, I guess I should say. I don't think there was anything too insulting about it or anything like that. Um, if they happen to be moving towards uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Daniel Bryan, that won't be hurting my feelings at all. But, uh, you know, the show as a whole was just, again, it was rather pedestrian and I don't know if anybody that they locked in the first week, I don't know if those people, the some of the lapsed fans that they were trying to get, some of the more recently lapsed fans, uh, as well as some sports crossover people that may be 
really at the periphery of wrestling most of the time, and it'll take something really good to drag him over. I, I don't think they have given those people what they wanted, and it seems as though that's kind of bore itself out with the ratings, with them falling in the way that they have. And obviously, eighteen to thirty-four is going to be a major thing, uh, not only for them but for NXT and the war going on with AEW and all that. And that's not looking too good either. So it is what it is right now when it comes to WWE. Um, All right, I got it working. Foxes has paid a lot of money for this, and we'll see how long it goes before they are on FS1. It is still way too early. Again, we should really wait till the first quarter of next year before we make too many judgments about anything. But by the time we get to the first quarter of next year, if we're still in a situation where they are doing three quarters of what Fox was looking for as an average in that demographic, uh, they're going to figure out a way to try to get something out of one of those Gordon Ramsay repeats on Friday nights. They're on FS1 Friday, but they have not officially been demoted. There's a World World Series Series. game. Listen, the show didn't do a very good number, everybody. Down 1.5 million viewers from the first week. If you listen to this show, I pretty much have told you from day one – why we are where we are, and I stand by that as we dip down here to 2.441 million viewers. This show, that very first SmackDown on Fox, a lot of people liked the show. I said on this show, if you liked it, if you liked the show, if you enjoyed it, I'm happy for you. It's your opinion whether you like the show or not. But when I analyzed that show, I did not think it was a good show, and I told everybody why. There were four people they built that show around. Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, Tyson Fury, and The Rock. That's what they build that show around. Now, here we are three weeks, we're literally three weeks away from the SmackDown debut on Fox. How many of those four were on the show this week? Anybody? None. The answer is zero. So on that very first show where they had their biggest audience and they had an opportunity to try to capture some new viewers and get over the people that have to carry that show every week. They didn't do anything for anybody whose job it is to carry that show every week. And so, as a result, well, they wasted that first show. Second show, they built up huge. Oh, it's the draft edition of this show. It's the big draft. We got everything figured out. The draft is all ready to go. We're going we're gonna to blow people away with this draft. The draft sucked. The show sucked. It was an embarrassing draft. That was week two. Well, now here we are in week three, and I didn't think that it was a bad show. Like, if you're a fan of SmackDown, if you're a fan of the blue brand, and you don't care about anything except was I entertained by the show, the show was fine. But it was a SmackDown on USA level B show. There was nothing special about it. They put Roman Reigns in 84 segments. I saw that in 2015. They did nothing special on the show. They had no Brock Lesnar, no Kane, none of these guys that I mentioned. Obviously no Rock. And as a result, we got a slightly better than SmackDown on USA rating. And if the show continues to go this direction, we're going to be doing SmackDown on USA numbers on Fox. And that's just the end of the story. I mean, the idea this is going to lead to a boom period... The idea that just because it's on Fox, you're going to get all of these brand new viewers. At the end of the day, the show's the show. And it's not a very special show right now. And we're already down 1.5 million viewers from the debut. It's not a good sign. 
it's not. They got a big pool to to pull from, but the fact that they've lost that much, the fact that there's no there's no energy that's being you know that, that's buzzing around it either. It's not like hey, everything is kind of pedestrian right now, and but there's this there's this good tidings feeling coming or anything like that. It just seems to be getting worse and worse. And and granted, that's a company wide thing. That's not just you know specifically for SmackDown and that television show, but. Yeah, they just have not been able to latch on to anything that they any momentum if they had any in the first week. Okay, maybe you, you did the draft. Okay, fine, but you know the draft didn't hit. So what do you come back with this time around? And that's what they came back with. And and again, if you are a really a big WWE diehard right now, yeah, I guess that 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 satisfied you that that satiated your appetite or whatever. But I don't think for anybody else. You know, unfortunately, the show right now is what it is when it comes to, to most of their fans. And for the people on the outside, there's nothing there drawing them in unless it's a, it's a Brock Lesnar or Kane Velasquez or something like that flashy on screen. And they were on screen once, and we haven't had a chance to build anything off of that. We'll see what they do moving forward, but it's hard to be confident in anything that they do because they just keep either shooting themselves in their own foot or they, they walk the wrong path. You know they came back with? On the draft... How many times do I have to go over this story? On the draft, they announced that a team could be drafted as one pick. But instead, they drafted Alexa, and then a few minutes later, they drafted Nikki and wasted a pick. Then they promised a huge trade. Are you listening to me, everybody? A huge trade on that Tuesday WWE backstage show. The huge trade was... Alexa and Nikki back to SmackDown in exchange for nothing. Future consideration is what they were traded for. And then Nikki is now the number one contender for the title on SmackDown. Like, are you kidding me? That's what we've come to here. Anyway, let's talk about another show. Tonight, it is Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory. Brian Cage versus Sammy Callahan for the Impact World title. Taya Valkyrie versus Tennille Dashwood for the Knockouts title. Jake Crist, who is the X Division champion, versus Tessa Blanchard, Daga, Ace Austin, and Ace Romero in a ladder match. We have two aces here in this company. Tag team champions of the North will defend against Rich Swan and Willie Mack and RVD and Rhino in a triple threat. We got Michael Elgin and Naomichi Marafuji. We got Moose and Ken Shamrock. We got the Radicals versus Dr. Wagner Jr., Aerostar, and Taurus. And we have a call-your-shot gauntlet match where the winner gets a future shot at the Impact title of their choosing. This is the best AAA show I've heard of in a while. This this it feels as random as <laughs> This is the most <laughs> random show I have seen in forever. But is I am Josh watching Matthews it tonight. taping it on his phone? I am watching it tonight, everybody. You, too, can watch it on Fight TV, starting at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. And Dave Meltzer and I will be covering it later on tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio. I'll be tweeting about it all night. Oh, the fun and excitement, at Brian Alvarez, where, by the way, you can also go to see my running play-by-play of the NXT House Show in Seattle on Friday, which was a very, very fun show. Also, somewhat depressing, because they kept, producer Rob? they kept playing this video of the top five farewells. Oh. And it's like Bailey and Sasha Banks and Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka. I knew the five off the top of my head. 
and every single one of them when they're leaving is they're over like stone cold in the 90s. The, the place is just going crazy. There's just people screaming and yelling and jumping up and down. And you look at every single one of them today, and it's painfully depressing. they got to get rid of that video at the NXT house shows. They have to. It's just it's so depressing. But the wrestling on the show was a lot of fun. And I had a great time at the NXT house show. It was the farewell tour of the Street Profits. They're kicking off with a match on Raw tomorrow. I got to see one of their last matches at NXT. It was so funny to watch people in a half-hearted way chant, you deserve it at the thought of them going to Raw. Because they all know what's going to happen when they go to Raw. It's quite a show. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. 
And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hi, on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Matt Riddle tried to fist bump every single person in the building after his match on Friday. Didn't quite make it, but he actually did try. I believe footage is going to air on the NXT show this coming Wednesday night. So let's talk about the most talked about guy in wrestling over the last couple of days. This person here says, what is everyone's problem with Marco's stunt? Other than his floss dance, he adds. I love the tag match on Dynamite, and for the complainers, Marco got mauled all match by Pentagon, and when he made his comebacks, they were all believable. Listen, everyone. If you don't like Marco's stunt, if you can't get past his height or his gear or whatever... That's perfectly within your right. You don't have to like Marco Stunt. You can think that he's too small. You can think that he doesn't belong in the... You can think whatever you want. But the fact of the matter is, his match grew in the ratings this past Wednesday night. And for the brain-dead dunderheads out there who can't figure out what I'm trying to point out here, it's not that Marco Stunt is the person responsible for the ratings going up. My point is, Marco Stunt being in that match did not statistically drive off any viewers. The idea that, oh, you put Marco Stunt on TV, like people are going to turn off the TV in droves. It's going to kill the business. People are just going to ridicule it and, and turn to something else. That didn't happen. More people watched the longer the match went on. So whatever you think about the guy is whatever you think about the guy. But the fact of the matter is, he didn't run anybody off. The, the fans hated him when he did that dance. Not all of them, but you could hear boos. And by the end of the match, they were going crazy. So we'll see what happens down the road. Maybe if they put Marco Stunt on TV too much, he'll turn people off. Maybe he will drive people away from the show. I don't know. All I know is, so far, he hasn't. Now, I don't know how much they're going to use Marco Stunt on television. I mean, as I talked about on Fridays or Thursdays, Brian and Vinny show, I mean, the match was supposed to be... Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And two hours before you saw that match, Luchasaurus hurt his hamstring. And as a result, Marco Stunt on two hours notice, and Jungle Boy, all of those guys, they had two hours notice to totally switch around everything and put that match together. You think Marco wasn't nervous and scared to death having to go out there with two hours notice to take the place of the Lucha? He was. That was never the plan. But that's what happened. And that's what they did. And in the building, it got over. And it didn't draw any viewers away from the show. So it is what it is. You're welcome to hate him if you want to. You're welcome to not be able to get past his look. There are plenty of people that can't. But that's what happened. Yeah. Um, he The kick out was something. 
didn't really care too much for that. I I don't take him seriously in in some ways. With that said, as you mentioned, he didn't drive anybody off. If it wasn't really for that kick out, uh, the reality is he and uh, Jungle Boy were doing what Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus do with, with Luchasaurus throwing. Uh, uh, oftentimes Jungle Boy into spots and Marco as well too but you had Jungle Boy doing that with Marco which is exactly you know Marco (laughs) there's been this weird comparison to Rey Mysterio and I think I know where that got started and why he grew the legs that it did and then traveled in all sorts of different directions depending on which way you wanted to pull it but he's Spike Dudley he is he's what 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 Swaggle called him at that last show, his last indie show that he did. You're now the TV little guy. You're the you're the little guy on TV now. That's what Marco Stunt's gonna be, and that's what to me he should be. And I think it was okay to have him in this one match. You know, if you decide that he's gonna go move for move and he's gonna be in situations with Cody or Jericho or something like that, then no. But you know what? If you're gonna use him in the way that you're using him. Okay, and if the people like it, okay. Again, you're not insulting my intelligence too much where, I mean, how is what he did in that match in some ways any more ridiculous than what the Lucha Brothers and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks will do with each other sometimes? It's like, you know, six and one, half a dozen the other. I I take a lot of my wrestling now, I got to take, like, my jobs. I take them in pieces, and I'm not going to like everything on AEW, but I'm also not going to let most of the stuff on AEW, as long as it doesn't interfere with what I like, or or as long as it makes some semblance of sense in the stories that they're telling, I'm not going to get that upset about it either. And for people that are losing their minds over it, there are far worse things in wrestling to worry about than how Marco Stun is bouncing around with the Lucha Brothers one week. You know, just just breathe. So here are the Canby odds for Crown Jewel. This is the over-under. They're expecting a bad show. If I recall correctly, the Canby over-under for the Hell in a Cell show, I think they were almost all under what Canby expected. So Marcus Canby? Can you imagine? Braun Strowman, Tyson Fury, star and a half. Mansoor versus Cesaro, two and a half. Tag Team Turmoil, two and three quarter. I think it's got to be better than that. Team Hogan versus Team Flair, two and a half. Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, two and a half, and Lesnar Velazquez, two and a half. I don't know why they're expecting Team Hogan, Team Flair to not do well, as well as Tag Team Turmoil. For those of you that don't know the matches, the Tag Team Turmoil match is New Day, Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, Revival OC, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and the B Team. That's a lot of talent in that match. They're expecting two and a half stars. And for Team Hogan and Team Flair, it's Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Ali, and Shorty G versus Randy Orton, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and one other person against Ric Flair. And by the way, I want to mention something about this Shorty G thing. So, they can't even do this right. And, like, there's nothing right about it, but... If you're going to change the guy's name to Shorty G and do the deal where he's going to embrace it, I mean, what happens is he's got to go out there as Chad Gable and the heels have to keep calling him Shorty, 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 Shorty. 
And then finally he just says, dude, I don't care. I'll be Shorty Gable. I'll be Shorty G. And then he officially changes his name. And then the company starts introducing him as Shorty G. But that's not what they did. The heels started calling him Shorty Gable. And then the ring announcer and the people in the backstage area and everybody responsible for WWE just started calling him Shorty Gable without the dude's permission. So the company comes off as total bullies. And then finally he's like, dude, whatever. I'll just be Shorty G. Like, you, I, I, this never would have worked, okay? It's impossible to make Shorty G work. But if you're going to try, that's the way to do it. Not this stupid thing they did where just he's at Hell in a Cell and they randomly just announce him as Shorty Gable and just make him look like a total joke that everyone's making fun of behind his back, including, like, the alleged benevolent company. It's just ridiculous. What a stupid storyline. Shorty G. Heaven forbid you don't give him anything, you know? It's like you've done all this anyway. If you're going to do that, it's like... You could have a bunch of heels there. Yeah, what's the G? Was there a period after the G? No, it's an exclamation point. And then he goes and he completely suplexes all of them to death and then, you know, finally puts the exclamation point on by, like, you know, smashing Baron Corbin or something like that. But, no, he gives an inspirational speech that, kids, you can be anything that you want to be, but if the people that you're working for are bullying you and don't see much in you and want to make fun of you for being short – Accept that and then take that with you. Dude, uh, and his whole, the whole line that he had to do in this stupid thing was, I will no longer let my height define me. I'm like, you're Chad Gable. You're an Olympian. Yeah. And what you let define you in your life was your height. And so he's not not even that short. He's like 5'8. I think that's average. What is average? 5'8, 5'10? It's ridiculous. Not going to let it define him anymore. So he calls himself Shorty G. It's just ridiculous. Stupid. Anyway, so the SmackDown Go Home show on FS1 this coming Friday. They're going to be on FS1. And by the way, I should mention this. Since everybody's losing their minds about the ratings, God only knows why. Well, I know why, but you should just stop. This coming week, there is very strong sports competition on Wednesday night. And SmackDown is on FS1 on Friday night. So... I mean, I could tell you with like 99.99% certainty that the NXT and the AEW ratings are going to be down, and SmackDown is going to be down quite a bit. It means nothing. Now, everyone's going to lose their minds on Thursday. The WWE geeks are going to talk about how the sky is falling for AEW. The AEW geeks are going to talk about how the sky is falling because of NXT. Everyone's going to be talking about a SmackDown's going to be on FS1 permanently because the rating's so bad. None of this means anything this week. So just don't even look at the numbers is my recommendation here. Now, FS1, far fewer homes than Fox and USA. It's not going to do a good number. But all you need to know about WWE is that this SmackDown show is the SmackDown go-home show for Crown Jewel. And the most important thing for this company right now is to make as much money as they can in Saudi Arabia. And so they're bringing in Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair for the SmackDown show on FS1. All so they can promote Crown Jewel 
where they're going to make all of this money. It's it's kind of amazing when you think about it to waste Hogan and Flair on this show. But in their minds, like, oh, gotta push this crown jewel. $50 million at stake here. Back in a moment, as we're live. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians at FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4HIMS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. 4 slash wrestling. Fall is here, and with the leaves changing, it may feel like you're running out of time to get any lingering home projects done before the holidays. Luckily, Home Advisor can give you a hand so you can spend more time watching football and less time doing home projects. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top rated pros in your area. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top all of it off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. So whether it's remodeling the den for football season or fixing up the house before the holidays, HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning Home Advisor app today. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, we're going to take calls here in this segment, everybody. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. 
Make the show better. Do not make the show worse. Do not make me regret this. Call with a hot take, please. Get in, get out. Do this right. Also, text messages, 425-780-7566. person says, Marco Stunt did not turn me off from watching Dynamite. I thought he was incredibly entertaining, and I can't wait to see him on Dynamite again. And this person here notes, I never saw a Marco match until Wednesday. I wasn't expecting much, but I loved it. He was great in it. person here says, Impact Wrestling is bringing back the TNA brand for a nostalgia show on WrestleMania weekend. Is the world ready for TNA nostalgia? No, it's not. Maybe the show will be great. I mean, if it's just like, if it's just old guys that used to work for TNA, TNA had a good roster. They just didn't know what to do with anything. It's just, Russo couldn't book. Dixie was out to lunch. I mean... If you had someone with a clue, they could have done something with Impact. What, Taron Terrell's going to come back? Who else is coming back? Sting's locked up. Abyss is locked up. I mean, they, they, these James people James are... Storm. James Storm's wrestling for the NWA. I'm sure he, he can gonna do show it. Up he can do a Impact TNA show? date. Why not? For, and has TNA ever really left? Have you seen the footage of whatever this Twitch thing was where Josh Matthews, they were filming it with his phone, and he asked for that back? Have you seen the footage of this? No. Yes. So I don't know if TNA ever really left there. This person here says, I watched the AAA show last night. Omega versus Phoenix was awesome. I'd like to see you, hell, uh, Iho Del Vikingo in AEW sometime. Dude is insanely talented. Yeah, last night on the AAA show, Kenny Omega ended up winning the AAA Super Mega Heavyweight title. <laughs> and he is the new champion. And at this point, he has no future dates with the company, once you know it. So we'll see when and if this title gets defended. Mm. But he is the new champion, so. That was also the one that Jeff Jarrett held at one point, correct? Yes. He was also right. the super mega heavyweight champion. Now, who was in the match with Kane? It was Taurus, correct? Yes. That's the man that needs to be signed. He was quite impressive in that match and has been, I saw him one other time, and if he carries people that well, or at least uh, is in position to look that good, I think there's probably a, a block you can build on if you're AEW or somebody else. Bert says, going to NXT Kelowna tonight. Should I expect a good time? Yes. I had a great time at the show. Great time. So, unless something goes terribly wrong, you will have a great time at NXT Kelowna tonight. Live house shows of any kind are usually pretty good. You can usually get some entertainment out of almost any live local wrestling that you go to. Ryan, you're on the air. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Well, my question is about this movie that came out called The Peanut Butter Falcon. It's about this guy with Down syndrome that becomes a professional wrestler. Yes. Both my brother and my nephew said it was a great movie. It has uh, Jake the Snake and Mick Foley, and I wonder if anyone from the observers seen it, what they think about it. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I have not seen the movie, but I also heard that it was a great movie. So if anybody out there has seen it, drop us a line and let us know. What was it called? I can't remember, but I know the movie is talking about it. It's actually got really good reviews. Bert says, going to AEW Pittsburgh on Wednesday. Looking forward to seeing what the main event will be, how the end of the show will go. Do you think AEW will show Kenny Omega with the AAA title? All I know right now is it does not appear that AEW is recognizing any other championships anywhere. When Cody was talking about they did a video package for him and how he wants to be a world champion, there was zero acknowledgement of the NWA title. There was zero acknowledgement of the ROH title. 
They never mentioned uh, who did they have on the show that was. I mean, before AEW kicked off, they had the Young Bucks match for the AAA tag titles, but that was because they wanted to do a ladder match for belts and they had no tag belts. But they've never mentioned those belts again. So I would be very surprised if they showed him with the AAA Super Mega Heavy Weight title. The New Day should win that belt. What about Mega Ran? Let's go to Tony. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. What's going on? Happy Sunday. What's happening? Hey, so I haven't called in yet to talk about the Stardom Bushi Road acquisition, and uh, it's a shame that I haven't because of all the rumors that WWE was going to buy Stardom, I am so glad they didn't because Stardom has such a charm that endears me to them, and I feel like if WWE bought them and made them their IP, it would have stripped them of all their originality and what drew me yes. to them in the first place. Because Yes, these are, these are can, Japanese... These are Japanese companies, and, and, and WWE trying to run a Japanese company the way that they run WWE. The old stardom that you loved would be gone. It goes for any company in Japan. Absolutely, and I, I subscribe to Stardom World. It's such a great, fun, that's the biggest word. It's a fun company, and I enjoy watching them so much. So I'm cautiously optimistic about Bushiro, but we'll see. But my main point was about Marco Stunt, and I was at Dynamite in Philly on Wednesday, and, yeah, there was an audible groan when they showed on the big screen that it was Marco Stunt instead of Luchasaurus, but he got over. And that's a problem I have with a lot of fans. Much like how you can't say something that is actively drawing money or has drawn money will never draw money, just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's not over. Orange Cassidy is over, and Marco Stunt is over. And I was at that match, and Marco Stunt got a couple of hope spots, but at the end of the day, he got killed. He got killed worse than the Atlanta Falcons did today. Well, my friend, I want to thank you very much for the call. So here's one of the things about, because you all listen to these shows and there's all sorts of wrestling critics and reporters and whatever, a lot of fans, I feel, get into this habit of being certain about things before they even happen. And listen, I do the same thing too. I do lots of predictions, okay? I predict things all the time. And sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. But the whole key is, if you predict that something is going to fail, and then it gets over, and you decide that you're just going to keep insisting that it failed, I mean, that's a problem. That's, that's like you're, you're wasting your own time. I don't even understand that. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of good examples of things that I thought would fail that actually got over and vice versa. But, um, I mean, if, if whatever. I mean, there's nothing more to say here. Yes, you can. You thought you were wrong about you it. But can you, look, you ended up being right. You can look at Marco Stunt, <laughs> and you can come up with a thousand reasons why he shouldn't get over. But if he goes out there and gets over, then he just did. That's it. Riho, another one. Riho. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I got to be honest. I'm really surprised in the way she's gotten over. And for whatever reason, I don't think she's as good as some of some other women. And whatever. It doesn't matter. That crowd has taken to her. She's theirs. However it happens, it happens. And again, Marco Stunt doesn't have to be Crash Holly. Marco Stunt doesn't have to be Rey Mysterio. There are physical things that they could do that you that Marco doesn't look like he can do and probably can't do. Again, that's okay. It's how you use a guy like that. It's how look, they they're the AEW show is the thirty one flavor show. There's gonna be a little bit for everybody. We'll see if that that works, you know, on a grand scale. We're going to find out. But they have a little bit of everything. And as long as 
in context, in the moment, it makes sense, then it makes sense. And that's just the bottom line. I'm trying to think of a time I was wrong. Can someone help me here? There's got to be listeners that can point out times that I was wrong. No, you just, it's amazing. I think somebody said the best about you. You thought you were wrong, but it, it, it turned out you were actually even more right than you than you were before. I mean, I'm just thinking about all these things they do where, like, I knew when they did that stupid stuff with Brock Lesnar where the idea was we're going to get him hated and people will cheer Roman. I mean, I said that wasn't going to work, and it didn't. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. Usually it's WWE thinks something is going to get over, and I know it won't, and I'm right like 99% of the time. It almost always involves a baby face. Am I wrong? <laughs> Find me an example. I want to hear it. I'm not even kidding. Tell me an example of something that I said, there's no way this is going to get over, and then it did. Find me one. Five times, Brian. Or the other way around. We don't have a thread in the forum about this? Dude, that thread hasn't been updated in forever. (laughs) Find me one. Or the other way around. I'm not kidding. I'm going to go through the text messages right now. But first, let's go to Paul. You're on the air, Paul. Thought he was never going to be on the show again, and here he is. All right. Well, um, uh, speaking of times you were wrong, didn't you predict that Braun Strowman was going to have to become a friendly dancing baby face within a year after he debuted? I may have thought that. That that one. Well, you know what? Maybe he should be because he certainly ain't overdoing what he's doing now. Point. Point. Uh, anyway, about this uh, TNA nostalgia show, I was wondering. What if they bring back all of the wacky gimmicks, since this is a one-off Oh, God, the reverse oh battle royal? Yeah, yeah. King of the Mountain, the Johnsons. Ultimate X, that red bird cage that Homicide got stuck on. Uh, we can Hard have, like, 10. Some sort of multi- yeah, yeah, some sort of multi-man match for the Super X Cup. Aces and eights. down with that. Where's Garrett Bischoff yeah. at? Glenn Gilberti mm-hmm. and Johnny Swinger. Mm. Remember Maybe David Young? Cup. Probably nobody does. Du- yeah, the Dups. We can get the Dups back. We're all pucked up. Honestly, Paul. Hey, listen, I want to thank you very much for the call. we got to keep moving here. But i got to say, you know what's funny? Is As horrible and as stupid as Impact was, and if you brought the company back today and it just aired every week as stupid as it used to be, it would like just be dead. But I honest to God think that on WrestleMania weekend, where all of the irony-loving fans are in town, if you ran a one-time-only Impact Revival show with, like, every stupid gimmick they ever had, like the dicks are going to be in a reverse battle royal, and there's going to be the bird cage that Homicide promises you'll get stuck in, I guarantee that show would do well for that one night. You know the damnedest thing? What would happen out of that? People would be wanting Monty Brown to have a WWE title run. Probably. Probably. Per says the thing that bugged me most about the Marco stunt match was Phoenix tag Pentagon Jr. when he was inside the ring. I don't get the AW tag rules. I don't either. And listen, That's, yeah. That's... I've made this abundantly clear, everybody. Okay? I've made this abundantly clear. Because people got really mad that there were rope breaks in a street fight. Okay? Now, I tried to defend this using the logic that Lance used when I had this argument with him. I could very well screw this up, but the point is, like, it's not that you will get DQ'd if you don't break on the ropes in a street fight. All it means is you can't win if the guy is in the ropes. So if I put Mike in a hole, if I put Mike in a crab, and Mike gets the ropes in this street fight, 
The ref is not going to give me a five count and DQ me if I don't let go. All it means is if Mike submits when he's in the ropes, it doesn't count. He's outside the field of play. So if we were on the ground and I put you in a hole and you submit it, it doesn't count because it's not a false count anywhere match. It's a street fight. That's why there were rope breaks in this match. But that doesn't explain why the referee would care, okay? then Because the reality is you could choke me out. You wouldn't. You could choke me okay, out in the here. ropes. And all you have to do, the referee just looks at you the same way he would look at somebody like a Randy Savage who in Battle Royals would always pin somebody. He would look at him and go, Randy, you can't do that. And Randy would go, oh, yeah, I got to pick him up. Same thing. If I'm sitting there lifeless and you have me choked out, all you have to do is look the referee. You can know you can't win that way. Okay, then you drag my lifeless body in the middle of the ring, and then it's over. Well, he's trying to drag him in the middle of the ring, but the guy's grabbing the ropes. Oh, but anyway, the ref. one, there's two, a larger three. You don't point have to here. Count. There's a larger point here, everybody. Okay, <sighs> my larger point is this. Yes, I don't care what AEW's rules are, as long as they tell me what the rules are, and they stick to it. If the rules are that you don't have to hold the tag rope to tag, fine. But you need to tell me that, and that needs to be the rule. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. 
According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thank God someone stepped forward with a time when I was wrong. Which I don't remember, by the way, but I'll presume this person's telling the truth. He says, you said Strowman would not get over as a monster. And actually, this sounds vaguely familiar. I seem to recall, I thought he had too much of like a happy face. Like he just looked too jolly. I seem to recall this. Anyway, point is, if I said that, I was wrong. Let me repeat that. I was wrong. And the larger point is, it would be ridiculous then for me to come on this show and despite all evidence to the contrary, insist to you, the listener, that in fact, he never got over as a monster. When in fact, he did. I do feel that there are fans who convince themselves that, for example, Braun Strowman could not get over as a monster And then when he's over as a monster and the place is going crazy when he drops something on some dude, them trying to convince you that, in fact, he is not over. That's just wasting your time. That's the point I'm trying to make. You're welcome to not like Marco Stunt all you want. But if something gets over, it gets over. That's the whole point of all of this. Kazarian was standing in the apron right next to Scorpio Sky when he tagged him in for the finish. Maybe you can tag your partner as long as they're kind of by the corner. There was a tag that I saw where one guy was like in the middle of the apron and he tagged in. So I thought I thought it was just like if you're on the apron you could get a tag. But apparently somebody tagged in while the other guy was inside the ring. That's weird. We need to figure out what these rules are. It's like back tags, butt tags, shoulder tags. Well, that doesn't like matter. Yeah, I mean there've been all sorts of weird. Well, not tags. if you're what, if you're holding the tag. Dude, I got bonked. I Filthy Tom headbutted me and that was counted as a tag and I almost got killed as a result. It's contact. Hey, we're out of time, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live.